0: Hi, I'm Arlen Hamilton, and you're listening to Arlen's Academy, the podcast that teaches everything you need to know about launching a successful business or working at one, all in one place. Arlen's Academy is brought to you completely free by HireRunner.co. HireRunner is my new recruiting company that connects outstanding operations talent with inclusive startups. If you're looking for talent, or you want to apply to be a runner, visit HireRunner.co. Remember, all of the material you're about to hear is accessible online at arlensacademy.com. If you're enjoying what you're learning and want to dig even deeper and learn more, visit the site now. Be sure to tell
1: your friends. So this module is all about choosing an equity crowdfunding platform. Now my intention is to make this course as timeless as possible. And despite the industry being relatively developed, it's still changing a lot. There's new regulation coming in and as a consequence, platforms are changing, slightly changing the way that they're operating and the way that they present campaigns. So I'm not going to offer any specific recommendations. I'm not going to state any specific amounts. What I'm going to do instead is talk about the decision making process. You should go through to choose a platform. And I believe that these are the key things that separate all platforms all over the world and will allow you to make your decision uh, regardless of when you're viewing uh, this course. So the first thing to take into account is platform demographic. Now, as much as anyone that's interested in investing in equity crowdfunding campaigns is probably signed up to multiple platforms. There's still a slightly slight difference between what the audiences on the platforms look like. And this is a consequence of the successful projects that have been on these platforms in the past. So for example, I gave the the example of Brewdog in the last module, they're a craft beer company that started in Scotland and, now, uh, and are now global. And because of the huge success of Brewdog, it means that Crowdcube, which is the site that they originally crowdfunded on, now have a lot of people that have invested in Brewdog and therefore are signed up to Crowdcube and like investing in craft breweries and craft beers. So... And you'll see that while there have been different craft beer campaigns in the UK on different platforms, a lot of them use Crowdcube because they know that anyone that invested in BrewDog might be interested in investing in them. And so that the way the platform demographic has evolved is all a consequence of the successful campaigns that have been on the platform. So this is the first thing to consider. What do my competitors or other people in my sector, what do they use for equity crowdfunding? And, and look at those past projects, look at how, mu- how many investors they enticed and build a picture for yourself of who in my sector is, is, is supporting equity crowdfunding campaigns. So which platform is really most supportive of my sector? So this is the first big thing to consider, the sector and the platform demographic associated with, with your sector. The second thing related to platform demographic is whether the platform attracts more sophisticated investors or more retail investors. So as I've discussed, you'll be wanting to attract lots of retail investors regardless of the platform you're on. But some platforms, whether it be due to the technology they use or the investor protections that they use, Um, may attract larger tickets versus smaller tickets. And if you're keen to bring in smaller tickets to entice new customers, so you want large investor numbers, then it's going to be more appropriate to find platforms that are better at supporting and attracting retail investors as opposed to facilitating larger, more sophisticated investors. So this is the second thing. And I'd say with this, it takes just a little bit of research, looking at the platforms, looking at the successful projects that have been on the platforms and looking at investor numbers to really determine, okay, what is the kind of average investor on this platform? And they do vary slightly and there will be one that will be more appropriate for your business. So that's the first thing to consider, platform demographic. The second thing to consider is fees. Now this is understandable you you want to be getting the most out of your money most platforms will charge a success fee and normally there's additional fees for example payment processing fees or completion fees or promotion fees so firstly have a look at the platform check what their fees are it's unlikely that there'll be significant variance between the platforms but if you're doing a big raise then the difference between a 6% and 7% fee is obviously quite a lot so that's the next thing to look at Fees. The final thing to look at is the support and promotion that they offer. So with my business, I support businesses in raising on equity crowdfunding platforms because it's a lot of work and a lot of people need a helping hand. You may feel that you don't need any outside support, but you would benefit from support from the platform. So it's worth looking at how involved do the platform get in your, in your raise? How do they support you? What resources do they provide so that's something to consider and finally platforms often get the best conversion from the promotion that they do themselves so for example if you are live on republic they them sending out an email to their database is one of the best ways to attract investment to your platform sorry to your campaign so this is something really to consider will as standard the platform be promoting my pitch to their database or can i get that as part of my package That's another big thing to consider because in my experience, second to existing customers and existing community, the best conversion from new investors from strangers comes from the platform doing their own promotion for your pitch. So to summarize this, just to get this slide up. When it comes to choosing a platform, you want to think about three things. The first thing is platform demographic and who you think you really want to entice and who is on the platform. The second thing is fees and terms. And I should mention as well that there are different kinds of fundraisers that the platforms offer. So, for example, on some platforms, you can do a convertible note. On other platforms, you can't. So if you want a specific set of terms or a specific way of raising, you need to double check that the platform is able to support that. And secondly, it's worth checking out what the fees are and see if you can get a better deal elsewhere. And finally, support and promotion. If you feel like you need significant support and you want lots of promotion from the platform, you feel like you really need to, you you need increased promotion from the platform to get the investment that you need, then this is also something that should be part of your decision-making process. So, as I say, my intention is not to recommend any specific platform. I think that all all platforms that are available are right for a certain type of business. But you need to consider for you, so you need to do your research for your business and consider those three things to really make the best decision for you. Hopefully, this has given you an idea of how to choose a platform and what platform might be right for you. In the next module, we'll be going into the next step of how to run a successful campaign. So moving into this module, you'll now know that you definitely want to crowdfund and the expectations around advantages and disadvantages of that process. You also know which platform you want to use, or you have the information to decide which platform to use. So now we're getting into the juicy stuff, how to construct a successful campaign strategy for your crowdfunding campaign. And this process starts with how you're going to construct the crowd. And what I specifically mean by that is what areas and what kinds of investment do you need to build your campaign and build your full funding target? So there are three forms of investment that move through crowdfunding campaigns. These are lead investment, community investment, and platform investment. And they each have a significant role in ensuring that you're going to hit your target. So the first thing to focus on is lead investment. Now, the reason lead investment is required for crowdfunding campaigns, which is not necessarily something that everyone knows when they see crowdfunding platforms live, crowdfunding campaigns live, but lead investment is required to ensure that you're not starting at 0% funded. And platforms normally require that you have some lead investment to ensure that you don't start from zero. The reason this is so important is put yourself in the mind of an investor. You're looking at crowdfunding platforms. You come across a campaign, it looks amazing, you love the product, you love the team, but no one else has invested, especially if you're a retail investor, so you don't invest all the time, you don't have a huge amount of knowledge on what makes an amazing business. You're you're interested in supporting a company, but perhaps you're a little bit nervous about your investment. This that you're staring at is not going to encourage or inspire confidence in you to invest in this company. And so back in the context of you being an entrepreneur and presenting your campaign, you just want to ensure that you're not starting at zero. And what I normally recommend and what most platforms will expect is at least 20% of your funding target is brought in through lead investment. What this specifically means is investment at the same terms as what you're offering the crowd, which is already secured. Different platforms have different definitions of what they consider secured. If you have the money in in the bank, then that's, of course, secured. But, for example, this could mean an engagement letter or a signed term sheet from a lead investor. But the key is is that this investment is not going anywhere. You're launching a campaign with 20 to 30% of lead investment at the same terms as what you're offering the crowd that you absolutely will or have already received. Another key role of lead investment, as well as ensuring you have a strong start, is that it sets your valuation. If you've had, and this doesn't necessarily have to be a sophisticated investor, but it normally ends up being a sophisticated investor. They've come in and they've assessed your company and decided that the valuation that you're presenting is something that they're happy to invest in then that supports the decision-making process of other retail investors coming through, recognizing that a sophisticated investor, perhaps with more knowledge than them, agrees that this is the appropriate valuation for your company. So this is the first form of investment that you need to reach your funding target. And to get on the platform is lead investment. The second form of investment is community investment. And this really ties into the big pro I've been talking about which is unlocking investment, small investments from your network. And these are people that you know personally or you have a direct connection to, whether that be through a mailing list or through your socials. They're people that know you already and they're the kind of people that you can warm up and get excited about your campaign prior to launch. This aspect is the most beneficial part of crowdfunding. And really, if if you're not forming a significant part of your target from community investment, then it may be the case that crowdfunding isn't really the right option for you. On the other hand, if you really have an excited community that that's keen to invest, then this forms a really cool chunk of your campaign in ensuring that you're getting the funding into your campaign and getting you towards your target. The final type of investment that comes through your crowdfunding campaign is platform investment or stranger investment. These are from people that haven't heard of your company before or have but don't really know you or the company or, or what, what your growth plans are. And they see your pitch live and decide to invest. Now, different to the first two forms of investment, platform investment is a lot more unpredictable. It's it's fickle. You might have a pitch that goes live that's very similar to yours in a similar sector or something could change in, in the wider investment community or even in the news they could dictate how platform investors respond to your pitch unlike your community or your lead investment investor who know you and are confident in you and are ready to support you platform investors are harder to convert so this is definitely the most the unpredictable aspect of your campaign the unpredictable proportion of your target and as i'll be explaining further the type of investment that you don't want to rely upon you want to have be really confident that your lead investment and your community investment is going to get you along along your funding target towards your towards your your 100% target with the platform investment being more of a bonus more of a boost as opposed to something to be relied upon what tends to happen and what I see most of the time is that The final campaign amount that's been raised is normally split a third, a third, a third equally among these different forms of investment. So you're bringing in about 30% lead investment, 30% from your community, and about 30% or 33% from the platform and from strangers. However, what I don't encourage is relying on this ratio. This is just what I see a lot, but this can vary and it's really dependent on what your community looks like and how will you convert platform investors. But just to set expectations, it's definitely not the case that you launch with lead investment and then the platform investment will fill you up to your target. It rarely works that way. And as I say, platform investment is unreliable. So having identified these different forms of community, these different forms of investment, your lead, your community, and your platform investment, What I encourage you to do is to think about, okay, first of all, is lead investment possible for me? Uh, How much can I get from my community? And am I really appealing to the platform demographic and, and the platform that I've chosen? And this will give you an idea of where your effort needs to be concentrated. For example, if you don't have a lead investor in mind, but you have a very healthy community, what you want to do is convert some of that community investment into lead investment by securing it. So I've done this on a number of occasions where the companies had a really active, engaged community, and they want to make sure that all of their community is involved in the campaign. So instead of getting a sophisticated investor in or a large, large, large ticket in, they turn some of their community investment into lead investment by contacting their community directly, getting them to sign letters of engagement or transfer the investment in early. So they can put that in their bar, making sure they're not starting from zero and represent that community investment as lead investment. So, having presented these proportions, you kind of should be answering the following questions. Firstly, how much investment can I expect from my community right now? So if I was to launch right now, how much investment could I get from my community? And in general, I encourage being conservative because unfortunately it's the case that it is hard to get investment, even from friends and family. I've been in really unfortunate cases where People highly expect a certain amount of investment from their community, and they just haven't converted in the way they expected. So I always encourage being conservative to manage risk. And so I encourage doing that in answering this question. How much investment can I expect from my community right now? The next step is how much lead investment do I need? So uh, putting aside the fact that you could turn some of your community investment into lead investment, considering these as two distinct groups, If your community is only filling up, say 10%, then you're going to need a lot more lead investment to ensure that you're coming into uh, presenting on the platform and converting platform investment, investment with a healthy looking, dynamic campaign. And if you know that you can't get a huge amount from your personal network, then you're going to have to counter that with a larger amount of lead investment. And ultimately what this means is that you're answering the question, how can I reduce my reliance on platform investors? and this is really about managing risk you should see platform investors stranger stranger investors as a big bonus and a big boost for your campaign and the ideal is that you convert as many of those as possible but they are fickle they're unpredictable and it's and it's hard to turn strangers into investors something that I'll be speaking speaking about later so to summarize there are three forms of investment that come through a crowdfunding campaign Lead investment, community investment, and platform investment from strangers. The first step in really understanding what your strategy should be is recognizing in my current network right now, how much, how much lead investment can I bring? How much community investment can I bring? And recognizing your reliance on platform investment. If that is too big, so if that's over 30%, then you really need to be thinking about, firstly, is crafting right for me? But B, how can I fill in that gap? How can I reduce my reliance on platform investor investment and ultimately have a reduced stress campaign and a campaign that is more likely to succeed and attract the investment and attract the attention that you want?
0: Thanks for listening. If you found this helpful, you can check out more at arlensacademy.com. And don't forget, this entire show is brought to you completely free by my company, Hire Runner. To find outstanding talent for your startup, visit HireRunner.co. Thanks for listening.